the Accepted Podcast, a college admissions podcast for the savvy student. My name is Tyler Kusunoki. I am an admissions consultant working out of Tokyo. And today I wanted to give everyone who, all the seniors who have maybe received a deferral or received um, maybe news that they weren't necessarily looking forward to hear, um, just some advice on what to do uh, in case you have been deferred um, or even rejected by kind of your early schools so far. So this will be short. Just wanted to give some quick advice and also continue to give some encouragement to all of you who may not be in the position of knowing where you are going just yet. Um, there are still plenty of opportunities for you. There are plenty of good schools who will be happy to take you. And so, but let's start by following up with the school that was your top choice um, that has maybe said, hold on and let's maybe take a look at what you, how you compare against all of our regular students. So first of all, what does deferral really mean? Um, that depends on your school. Uh, top two universities, a lot of the top two universities defer many and m many of their applicants just as a way of keeping all their options open as kind of their way of hedging their bets. And so for top schools, especially among the Ivies, um, like a Harvard, like an MIT, uh, deferral, unfortunately, does mean that your chances are really not going to be and be improved that much. Um, a deferral in these particular cases, they tend to deferral anywhere from 40 to about 60% of their early decision application class or their uh, REA class. And so there's not much to go off of there. Um, however, um, other schools like Brown or Stanford, uh, they will defer only a small number, right? 15 to 25% uh, has been the rate. And so what that does mean is that they do take their deferrals a little bit more seriously. Um, and it does mean that you really did uh, kind of out compete um, a huge portion of the applicant pool and they really want to be able to look at you one give you one more serious look when the rest of the applications come in so the benefit is they already know you the benefit is you are familiar to them um, and so the next step that you're going to want to do as long as your university allows you to do so is double down and really make sure that it is clear to them that the school is your top choice and that you've been busy um, in the meantime, right? That you haven't just submitted and then just hung out and kind of let senioritis, senioritis set in, that you've really taken the time to push and continue to grow and prepare yourself for university. So as long as your school allows it, and even if a school doesn't officially allow it, sometimes on as part of the deferral letter, they will give you a portal um, they will give you a link to go or a series of questions to answer to follow up and demonstrate your committed your continued interest. Um, if they do, go ahead and please fill those, fill those out accordingly. If not, and you do have access to the admissions office email, um, and especially if you have access to the name and email of the admissions officer who oversees your region, it is really, really helpful to submit a letter of continued interest. And so what this letter of continued interest is, is very short, probably around three quarters of a page, right? And you're going to want to focus on a couple things. One is an academics update, right? Uh, since submitting your early decision, classes have continued. You've maybe pursued a couple of different projects. You've taken a couple of exams. You may have taken an additional SAT, right? Here would be the time to update them. Focus on tangibles. What have you enjoyed learning? What are some new realms and new fields of study that you have been exposed to in your time as a senior? How are those difficult classes that you really were aiming for? Have they been paying off or have 
have they continued to be a challenge, right? All of those things are meaningful updates to show that you are continuing to pursue academic excellence and that you are continuing to, to develop passions that you may have suggested um, or brought up in your initial application. And you can really double down on those here and talk about how they have progressed. If you want to reach your university admissions goals, we've got you covered. Our team of admissions experts will take you through the proper steps to give you a competitive edge and help tell your unique story to admissions officers. From building a strategic school list to identifying your X factor, we'll build a plan that's tailored to you and help you stand out from the competition. If you'd like to talk to us, don't hesitate to reach out. We provide free consultations for high school students anywhere around the world. Email us at college at tokyoacademics.com. That's college at tokyoacademics.com. So first portion um, is going to be an academic update. The second portion is an extracurricular update. And here you can flesh out any sort of projects or extracurricular activities that you maybe had not known the results of yet, um, whether that be becoming sports team captain or you achieved some uh, big milestone in terms of debate or your business was able to grow in a substantial way um, or you've discovered another passion and you're pursuing uh, and you're pursuing interpretive dance or calligraphy or tuba, whatever it may be. Um, this is also a space to highlight those things and show that you have continued to develop. Right. Uh, and lastly, uh, you, and so, well, actually, before the lastly, in terms of the uh, extracurricular continued interest, also talk a little bit about your winter plans. Right. What do you have? What are you looking forward to? What are you planning on doing over the break? Right. To continue to show that you have not um, submitting the application has not your story doesn't end there. That it is continuing. Okay. Uh, and then finally conclude briefly, it does not need to be long, right, with a quick statement of why you think this school, even after the deferral, remains your number one choice. Okay, so those would be the components I would put in there. Now, if since that point of time, right, you have other things, really constructive things that have developed, whether that be a mentor or a relationship with a professor or with a teacher that you think, oh, they're their reference would really add to my application it, it is okay to reach out to them for, to ask for a short keep it short they don't have a whole lot of time right um, to keep a short um, a short reference letter though that can be helpful um, if you have um, produced anything in terms of a portfolio uh, that can be helpful to submit as part of your consideration but also be very as always be very mindful of what a school has said they will allow some schools say don't even bother sending any in anything we're not going to look at it other schools will be very specific about what they will accept always read through and check and make sure that you are abiding by those regulations and abiding by those rules. But take advantage of this time to do that for any school that you have been deferred from, but also use that process of writing the letter of continued interest to think about whether or not you want to make any tweaks to your common application. Now that the data has come in and you have some sense of how you are being evaluated and received as a student, right? Maybe you need to add a little bit more focus on your academics in your common app. Maybe you need to um, really 
really double down on your extracurriculars and your essays. Maybe you realize that your essay needs a couple big, big, big tweaks. Don't go back to the drawing board on anything, right? Um, there's not a whole lot of time for that, and you also have additional supplements to work on. But based off of that first application process, right, there's no point in looking back, but it is useful to use what has happened so far to inform your decisions going forward. So um, for those of you who are in the process of continuing to apply for regular decision schools, take your early decision experience, your early decision application experience, as well as sort of any information or patterns that you're seeing from the students who have gotten in versus the students who have not to try to uh, tweak and make some adjustments to your overall application and what you are sending out. And that should help kind of increase your confidence and increase your capabilities in, ter in terms of what you are putting in front of the university. And lastly, really have a good conversation around early decision two applications, right? Which schools are you willing to apply to early decision two for? Keeping in mind that a deferral does mean that they will, will be looking at you again. And so, and given that the ED2 is binding, those are some conversations you may need to have. And those are conversations I, I am also willing and more than happy to have uh, with anyone uh, who, any student or family who is kind of in that difficult decision, uh, a process of making a decision around where we want to commit to um, and balancing the deferral and the possibility of still getting into one's dream school versus ED2 and the boost that you may be able to receive there. So um, all that to say, right? please do not give up hope and get back uh, on track. Um, there is plenty of work to do. And just because you haven't heard yet, there does not mean you're not going to hear, period. Right? Most people hear in April, in March, in May. And this just means that you are going to have to wait a little bit more. Um, but don't let patience, impatience be the reason why you are down on yourself. And I'm sure you're also surrounded by many, many friends who are receiving good news. But also there will be many others who um, are not going to be have, are going to be similar in similar boats as you and maybe have not received the best of news. That's okay. Right? There is going to be a school, there is going to be an opportunity that fits the person that you have presented yourself as in terms of your application. And so do not get too down on yourself. Instead, use this time and this experience and the information you've collected from that to revisit your application as a whole, make some tweaks, and then put together that letter of continued interest and continue to demonstrate and show that um, you are serious about this whole college attending business, okay? So uh, best of luck to all the seniors, right? Um, and uh, have a very merry and busy Christmas season. Uh, and I wish you all the best of luck. And I look forward to hearing the best of news uh, from all of you who are working with us and to everybody else as well. So thank you so much for your time. Uh, I want to keep this one pretty short. And remember, the key to getting in is getting ready.